What's up, James? What's up, David? Lucky the DJ from Boise, Idaho, home of the eternal muscle hamster, Doug Martin, home of the Clydesdale of Coaches, Dirk Cutter. That's right. Boise, Idaho's contribution to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers franchise runs deep. And we're more than just potatoes out here. I just wanted to take a second to reach out to all of Bucks Nation, all of Bucks fandoms, and realize the time that we're living in right now. Not since Raheem Morris brought his younger attitude to the franchise and led to disappointment. We all lived through Coach Shiano in his disciplinarian ways. We all got excited when Lovey Smith came to the franchise and we were sold hope only to get shellacked on Monday night football. And we were sold hope with Jameis Winston as well. And even though he might go on to be successful, it didn't work out in Tampa Bay for him. This is a moment in Buccaneers history that we all need to sit back and enjoy, regardless of what happens on Monday night. We are stacked. We can go into sporting establishments repping our Buccaneers jerseys and not get laughed out. They, these days coming up are moments that we should enjoy, just like Rondé Barber running back that interception, taking us to the Super Bowl. Just like when we won the Super Bowl, we have the GOAT on our team. We have Mike Evans. We have Chris Godwin. We have bona fide superstars. So, Monday Night Bucks fans, enjoy the moment and enjoy the ride. Because the next games are going to be meaningful for us and experiences that we have not had in over a decade. James and David, you guys are very exceptional at what you do. We all appreciate the hard work you put into the podcast every day. The best compliment I could give both of you is out here in Boise, Idaho, you guys are my morning show every single morning. Let's get a W and go Bucks! You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast brought to you by Pepsi. This football season will be different and Pepsi's here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi's a refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi made for football watching. I am James Yarko joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. We welcome all new and returning listeners to the show and a shout out to Lucky the DJ for an absolutely fire way to start this Friday episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast. Lucky actually reached out to me on Twitter and David, he told me, he said, you guys are my morning show. I love what you do. I want to send in a voicemail. I said, we can't wait to hear from you. And wow, what a voicemail that was. That got me pumped up. I'm excited. We have plenty more voicemails to get into. And then I'm going to give a little bit of my preview because David, I will not be here for the Monday episode. You have a guest coming on making their Locked on Bucks debut for Monday's show. Very excited about that. 
Yeah, it should be a good time. And uh, yeah, that voicemail from Lucky came through when I heard it. Um, I got I got pumped up, and I was even re- we weren't even ready to record the show when we when it came through. I listened to it pretty much immediately. Uh, I didn't tell James about it just because I wanted that reaction to be raw because I because I knew it was like as soon as James hears this live as we're hitting this show recording, uh, it's definitely going to make the start of the show really good. So really appreciate that. And, and yeah, to all of you guys out there, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a staunch subscriber to the theory that time is your most valuable asset and you're spending it every second of the day and you're never going to get it back. And so every minute, every second that you guys dedicate to us is greatly appreciated. Um, you know, beyond, beyond anything that we can explain over a microphone, we, we greatly appreciate the time that you guys give us in your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, David, Speaking of those listeners that we appreciate so much, we got some more voicemails and familiar caller, one of our favorites, our buddy, Yousef. Hey guys, this is Yousef out here in Phoenix. I usually don't call in twice a week, but uh, I want to get something off my chest. I know Bucks fans are pretty elated that uh, Jameis Winston's going to be quarterbacking the New Orleans Saints for the next few weeks, potentially. And, um, I, as much as I'm late about that, you know, I, I definitely want to um, say that I hope Drew Brees, he really gets better. Um, I, it's, that's, that's serious, man. A few broken ribs and a collapse is long. That's nothing to, um, I know we're happy about, again, Jameis Winston, but that's, that's a pretty serious thing. I, I just, I hope he gets better. And I hope Buck fans know that, like, we, we all, I'm sure we all hope that he gets better, but it's a serious thing. And I hope we're not too getting too happy over the fact that he's not playing. Cause I definitely would like him to, to play um, because, you know, I always like the best competition we can get out there for this Bucks team. So um, I'm not saying that anyone is uh, happy about Drew Brees getting hurt or anything. I'm just, I see a lot of, um, <laughs> I don't know, I guess mixed emotions about it. And I know that at least for me, I hope he gets better and I hope that, um, you know, uh, him and his family are, are doing what he needs to be done, um, making the right decisions for his um, well-being. But I, I do wish him a, a quick recovery. I, I wish him the best. Um, it's, I, when I saw him go down Sunday, part of me was like, well, this is a good thing for our team when it comes to, you know, uh, getting past the Saints potentially in the playoffs we'll see but on the other hand you know I I did uh that was a brutal injury and I hope he gets better and I hope that um every he has a quick recovery anyways guys I just want to throw that out there um I'm sure I'll have my thoughts on the Rams game come Monday morning so all right guys talk to you later bye all right Yusuf appreciate the phone call yeah talking about the Drew Brees injury and, you know, uh, I'm guilty of that as well. I'm guilty of being very excited to see Jameis Winston play this Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons. I can't wait for it. I still can't wait for it. And I fully plan to be parked right in front of my television uh, watching the, the entire show. And there are some people, we've seen them on Twitter. There's some people who are excited because they think that Jameis is going to fall on his face. There are some people that are excited because they think Jameis is going to ball out. And there are people who are like, like me who just remember the ride you know what i mean we talked about this while Jameis was the quarterback of the Tampa bay buccaneers from from a human standpoint you know what i mean i hope Jameis winston has a good game i hope he does well i hope he goes on to have a good career i said that during the offseason when it became clear that he wasn't coming back to tampa that you know we wish him well and, and everything else but the the two for me anyway james the emotions are separate like uh, i actually sent a tweet from the locked on bucks twitter account 
uh, when Drew, he, he tweeted a photo or, or sent it to the ESPN or so. I can't remember how it surfaced, but basically it was a photo of him with one of those breathing uh, machines. It's a game that basically makes, makes sure that you're building up your lung pressure and your lung strength uh, when you suffered an injury or an illness. And he's got his kids and they've got like toy stethoscopes and all this other stuff around him. He's like, I've got a great team, you know, medical staff around me, Saints fans, I'll be back uh, in no time. I retweeted it and um, saying, you know, hey, hope you get better. Hope you hope you feel good quick uh, because, you know, we need you back for the for the rematch, obviously alluding to a playoff matchup between the Buccaneers and Saints. So for me anyway, James, the two the two emotions are separate, right? Like obviously Drew Brees, the staple of this game, one of the greatest of his time. You hope he gets better. You hate to see guys get injured. It is a part of the game, but you still hate to see it when it happens. It's like Dak Prescott, but at the same time, excited to see Jameis Winston because I mean, it's Jameis Winston, man. Like the dude is just fun to watch. No matter what emotion you have, it's an experience. It's all, it's almost like a ride in itself. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. You know, I am probably one of the few people that I hope against hope. I want nothing more than for the bucks and saints to meet in the playoffs. I want this Buccaneers team to get one more shot at the New Orleans Saints, and I want them to be healthy when they do it. Yeah, it would be kind of fun to talk about, you know, Jameis Winston is making it to the playoffs, and now he's got to face his former team and the storylines and all that, yada, yada. I want the, the best Saints team they can put out there to face the best Bucks team they can put out there and, you know, see what happens because I don't think their last meeting was indicative of the way these two teams are. I want to see... Jameis Winston play quarterback all the highs all the lows when the well-being of my football team is not hanging in the balance I want to watch Jameis Winston the way the fan bases of 31 other NFL teams have gotten to watch him over the last five years yeah I like Drew Brees I respect I respect Drew Brees want to see him have a, a speedy recovery but yeah five fractured ribs and a collapsed lung, that's nothing to mess with. So he needs to make sure that before he sets foot on the field again, he is 100% or that could become a catastrophic injury if it were to get any worse. Absolutely, yeah. And, I mean, a good point there and, and you know, a different way to watch Jameis Winston play football. Uh, you know, all the all the fun and excitement of what's going to happen on every throw and none of the repercussions. So, yeah, thanks again, Yusef, for the for the voicemail, very thoughtful voicemail. And, and yeah, I mean, I hope – uh, you know, I, I can't, you know, scour through all of Buccaneers Twitter, but hopefully the fans out there who are excited to see Jameis Winston play are doing it in the same similar type of vein as as you are, as we are as well, not celebrating an injury to Drew Brees. Uh, we never we never uh, want to advocate celebrating injuries, uh, but something we do want to advocate is the inclusion of Pepsi into your football watching routine. This football season will be different and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season or even if you're driving your son to and from Hockey tournaments, Pepsi will still be there for you because it's the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Segment two of the Locked On Bucks podcast coming up here at the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back now, wrapping up our week here at the Locked On Bucks podcast. We just had a voicemail from Yusef, a, vo a voicemail from Lucky, the DJ, to kick off the show. And James, we've got one more before we get into your final preview. But before we get into all that, we've got to hear a message from our buddy, Mo. 
Yo, what's going on, Locked On Squad? It's your boy, uh, Mo Smith, calling from San Jose, California. I just, uh, man, I've been thinking, I had a quick question for you guys. Um, what do you think uh, is going to be the, offensively and defensively, what is the next step as a as an organization, as a team, that we have to take in order to make it what we want, in order to make the playoffs in order to make the Super Bowl in order for us to be the team that we know we can be uh I don't think that we're quite there yet but I'm uh curious and as to what you guys feel is the the next step or the the next thing that we have to do as a offense and as a defense or as a team overall uh just to uh get that bump up I love the show I appreciate everything you guys do uh stay safe out there have a good day Mo, thank you very much for the call. It is much appreciated. And look, David, I might be on an island on this one. I take a look at the offensive side of the ball. I take a look at the defensive side of the ball. To me, this is a Super Bowl caliber roster. Even with some of the shortcomings, even with Donovan Smith on the left side of the offensive line, even without Vita Vea, you know, out for the season, even without OJ Howard out for the season, I take a look at this roster and I say, this team can beat any team in the NFL at any point. There is not a team in the NFL that would scare me if they were to meet next week in January or the first Sunday in February. So what I would say, the next step as an organization on both offense and defense to make the Super Bowl is consistency. We have we have been through the roller coaster this year of just inconsistent play on both sides of the ball. The offense is and I thought you had a great analogy on on the Locked On Rams podcast yesterday on the crossover show where you were talking about, you know, this is the Brady bunch. They were learning to live with one another as this, you know, joint family, you know, they're, they're learning a little bit more about each other each week on the defensive side of the ball. These guys know each other. They know the system, but it's the inconsistency of the play calling. It's the, the soft zone coverage. It's the not bringing the blitzes and trying to get home with just the front three or four. The can, if they get consistent on both sides of the ball, this football team can be completely unstoppable doesn't matter if they're going up against the Steelers defense or the Chiefs offense this team can be unstoppable if they can just get consistent yeah so I mean in line with that consistency I think what you're looking for is continuous message of killing what you eat and that's really what this team needs to be about is going out there and taking games because they are the better team and because they're imposing their will that doesn't mean you don't game plan for your opponent and and look at what weaknesses they have that you can exploit. But when you find those weaknesses that you can exploit, you go out there and you exploit them with aggressive intent is, is kind of what I'm talking about. You go out there, you go out there looking for the kill week in, week out. Every game is a playoff game. Every game is important. Every game is the most important game of your life type of type of a mentality. And those are the things that you see championship teams uh, come out and do. You look at the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. If you look at their roster and stack it up to a lot of other people's rosters, you would not come out of this and say, that they're the best team in the National Football League. But you, but you know what their standing says? Their standing, their record says they're the best team in the National Football League. And it's because the Pittsburgh Steelers embody a mentality. I mean, their franchise really kind of has 
throughout its existence. But you look at their head coach, their head coach, the guy comes out and unapologetically goes at every single team with absolute effort every single week, no matter who the quarterback is, no matter what situation they're in. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to come out and they're going to fight you for every win and for every loss. And that's what the Buccaneers need to do. We haven't seen it this year. Sometimes we see them come out, be a little bit more passive. Sometimes we see them come out, try to get a little too clever with, you know, some of their running back mixtures and everything else. No, come out here, do what you do best, do what you can do against the, the opponent the best. And once you find that wound, stick your thumb in it and press down until they tap. That's pretty much what we need to see out of this organization to get to the playoffs and to, to try to win a Super Bowl. But James, we're going to get into our final thoughts uh, from you. And one of the things we started doing in, in our shows is going over game plans. And for you, I want to give you the opportunity to give an offensive game plan because I've given the first two weeks offensive game plans uh, going up against the Rams. So let's start there before we move into our final segment of today's episode. What is your offensive game plan for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Los Angeles Rams? To me, this is really simple, so I'm going to be really quick. I know we're we're up against the clock already. We still have another segment to go. This Rams defense is really good. Their secondary is really good. They have some guys that can shut down the Buccaneers receivers. The offensive game plan, take what they give you. Take those three, four-yard chunk plays in, in dump-offs or handoffs to Rojo, you know, you're going to be looking for Rob Gronkowski. You're going to be looking for Antonio Brown. If Ramsey and Darius Williams are on Evans and Godwin, and I, I know there's going to be some shifting around trying to get Evans and Godwin in some favorable matchups, but you're going to rely on dump-offs to the running back. You're going to rely on short routes to Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski. Just take what they give you. Because enough of those chunk plays, you're going to continue to march down the field. That is my offensive game plan. Don't force the ball to Mike Evans. Don't force the ball to Chris Godwin. I don't see anyone on Twitter complaining about Mike Evans' target share. Move the ball down the field in small increments, just like we've seen Tom Brady do time and time again in New England when they were going up against a formidable defense. It's that simple. Don't force it. Take what they give you. Move the ball and get yourself into scoring position. All right, sounds easy enough. We'll see if they can pull it off, of course. That's always the problem, right, is the execution. It's not the plan. All the Every plan goes out the window as soon as you get punched in the mouth. There's some, some similar saying from, from the past. Uh, but we're going to take our final break here on this episode. Uh, when we come back, James is going to give – actually, we're both going to give bowl predictions and winner predictions in segment three here at the Locked on Bucks podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And back now to wrap up our Friday episode here, the Locked on Bucks podcast. James, bowl predictions and final winner predictions from Monday Night Football, Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, no matter what other shows might say, the Buccaneers are hosting the Los Angeles Rams. So we'll go ahead. So you know, I'm going to fire off uh, with bowl predictions first. Go ahead and give us your bold prediction for this game. Well, it plays right into my offensive game plan. I said take what the defense will give you, and I think that means a heavy dose of Rob Gronkowski and probably Antonio Brown. I do think that the the secondary is going to key on Evans and Godwin, and they're going to force Tom Brady to use some other weapons. So my bold prediction, Rob Gronkowski will have over 80 yards receiving and two touchdowns in this game. Uh, yeah, that I mean, that would be awesome. I just need to check my fantasy rosters and make sure my opponents don't have Gronk uh, before that happens. So my bowl prediction, uh, we talked a little bit about it on the uh, Crossover Thursday episode where I had Sosa Kremenges from the Lockdown Rams podcast here on the Lockdown Bucks podcast. So if you haven't heard that, please go back. He drops a ton of Rams knowledge that you need to know before you watch this game. 
Um, but one of the things we talked about is the fact that former Tampa Bay Buccaneers kicker Matt Gay is now a member of the Los Angeles Rams. Now, he did say there's some speculation on who will actually be kicking. So I guess I'm just going to have to make a general prediction, but really it's targeted at Matt Gay, if you know what I'm saying. And my prediction is, as much as Buccaneers fans will loathe to see it, Matt Gay finishes the game, or the Rams kicker finishes the game with a better made field goal and extra point percentage combined than Ryan Suckup. That's my bold prediction, which is not a good one. But wait, there's more. Winner predictions, James. Score and winner, please. How dare you, sir? Ah, geez. All right. This is going to be a tough game. They they already struggle in primetime. The Rams defense does not get enough praise or enough credit. That said, it's difficult to go from the West Coast to the East Coast, especially in a primetime format. It's a weird week for the Rams. I think the Buccaneers offense can do enough to get this, you know, to get the job done. And I don't think uh, Jared Gerf is going to be able to do enough against this Buccaneers defense. It's going to be close, but give me the Bucs 27 to 21, meaning Ryan Suckup will get three extra points and two field goals while the Rams kicker, whoever that may be, will only get the three extra points. Listen, yeah, uh, Ryan Suckup <laughs> might get two field goals, but he's going to miss one of them. And the Rams you, kicker, probably Matt Gay, is probably not going to miss any because that's just how this – listen, tell me that's not how this works in hashtag it's a Bucks life. However, with all that said, the Buccaneers are still going to win this game 31-21. to 21. So that's what's going to happen. It's your third straight 31-21 prediction. It is, and I'm going 2-1 and with 31-21 predictions. I like it. I like it. The key factor, and I I realize you're you're bringing up the memories of Cairo Santos uh, against the Bucs earlier this year. This time, Matt Gay would have to kick in Ray J. He couldn't kick in Ray J as a Buck. (laughs) He's not going to be able to kick in Ray J as anything else either. Uh, Listen, Matt's a good dude, too. I mean, he's another guy that, you know. Yeah, like I wish him all the success in the world, but man, I mean, I just I just look at this and it just that has would, to happen. Like Matt Gay, what is that kick he missed against the Giants? Was it I think it was 35 yards? Yeah, whatever. They took the delay of game to make yeah. it easier. So I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. I'm not gonna look it up how long that field goal was and which direction and field he was facing. But I that's that's gonna be my second bowl prediction, which is my ghost pepper bowl prediction. Matt Gay is going to make that kick. In this game, <laughs> now it's not gonna be like a game winning kick because, like, because again, the Bucks are winning 31 21. Maybe it's like third drive of the game, they stall out, the Rams stall out, and he makes that kick because every Bucks fan is gonna go, Really, dude? Really? Now you make that kick? Like, yeah. not for nothing, you make that kick a year ago, you might still be a Buck. That's all right. We got we got Ryan stuck up and we are happy people because of it. Yes, and at least we're not talking about Chandler can't kick and Zara with that. David, we have got to get out of here. We are up against the clock. So, again, thank you to Lucky, Yousef, and Mo for your voicemails. Can't wait to hear from you guys again next week following what we hope is a Tampa Bay Buccaneers victory. Remember, we're going to have one more preview episode coming up on Monday where David will be joined by someone that you've never heard on this podcast before, and we are excited to have them on. Make sure you check that out. And if you haven't, 
Make sure you check out the crossover Thursday episode of the Locked On Bucks and check out the Locked On Rams crossover episode as David appears on both, obviously, to talk about this game. Great, great episodes. So with all that said, check out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you are following along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Don't forget to send us your post-game reactions Monday night to 813-444-5841. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.